All right. What's up, everybody? You are now watching and listening to Constance, the podcast. It is Wednesday, so you already know we are dissecting the Bible. I got my girl Benice here, and today we are reading Hebrews chapter 4, verses 9 through 13. This is actually like our 100th time recording this, so um, if you haven't already done so, make sure you pause this and pray. Say your prayer before we get into dissecting the word, because we have prayed, and we are ready to hop into it. Um, Benicia, you want to recap on how you spoke about, you know, your feelings towards this chapter? Yeah, for the hundredth time, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, long story short, oh wait, we're getting into the dissection, we're just hopping into it? Okay. Yeah, just so, do, like, whatever, wherever you feel led to start, going ahead and just... Go, gotcha. Yes. Um, so for me, like I was um, saying earlier, I started with the King James Version, and um, what is it? I got a better, or like I felt like I was able to grasp more of the King James Version than normal, because normally uh, when I read it, it just be kind of like, huh, okay, okay, like it just don't really be clicking for me. But I feel like because, you know, I'm doing other things, I started fasting and all this other stuff, I'm getting more of the word, like, it's resonating more with me, and, um, and, like, do the King's James, I feel like the King's James Version, in compared to the NIV, have, like, two different kind of ways you can take it, like, um, because for the people watching, if they haven't read it yet, this particular passage is focusing on the importance of resting and um more so like uh how the niv put it uh more so like entering god's rest and like doing like the same as he did like because the way they spoke about it in the king james one was like in verse 10 it was saying like for he that is entered into his rest is also uh he also hath ceased from his own work as god did from his and i was like like to me it would seem like there was it was equating resting to like godliness if that makes sense and um and like and then it's like, when I think about it, it's just like, that dude, he really did create the world in seven days and took the time to rest. Mm -hmm. And um, just, like I said, the importance of it. And um, But then I got a little confused in the NIV translation because it was saying like not resting, like it was basically like equating not resting to disobedience. And I was just like, why would that be disobedient if I decided, you know, to work a host seven days straight or whatever? But it's just like, um, and it doesn't really get into like what comes out of resting but I remember that it was, like, one part in there where it was saying, because um, I, like, read up a little bit on it. Uh, not, like, background history, but I just read more of that chapter instead mm -hmm. of just that, yeah. focusing in on that verse. Yeah, and um, it was, like, saying, um, let me not misquote the word now. Hold <laughs> on now. 
Um, but I know it was talking about something that either David or Joshua did and how because um, because they didn't allow the people to rest, like God had to come down and speak to them again. Mm-hmm. And they weren't, it just. Um, I think this verse talks about both Joshua and David. Um, oh yeah, it does, heard, it the does. book talks about both of them. Yeah. The book, the chapter talks about okay. both apologies. Yeah. So, but you know, you can interject. <laughs> um, okay. So I get where you're coming from. I think, uh, when I read, so I read the King James Version, then I read the NIV Version, and I think for me, I felt like it did talk about rest, but more so, I think the disobedience comes from, okay, so first of all, I think rest from work is important, but I think it's really talking about resting as far as taking time away from everything, and while you're indulging in that rest, it's not like just sleeping or not doing work, but using that time to be in God's presence, and I think, um, I guess it makes sense why like Christians will glorify the Sabbath day and will go to church on that Sunday because it's not necessarily taking a break from work, but it's taking time out of your day to be in God's presence. Um, I also felt like, uh, let me see. I think that I lost where I was going with this. I feel, so that was basically it. It's like just resting to be in God's presence and not just sleeping. And I think uh, a lot of us, or I think me in particular, I do a lot of work and I don't really take the time to rest. And when I do rest, I just go to sleep and I don't dedicate that same amount of energy that I put into my business, my podcast, all that stuff into, you know, God. Yeah, I do take this time out of my week to read the word and, you know, I pray, but I just feel like it's important to, oh, this is where I was going. It's important to rest. And you wondered why uh, not resting equated to disobedience. I think when you rest, you can't indulge in things like sin, if that makes sense like that. Like when you are dedicating your time to God and you're just sitting with God in silence or sitting with God in peace, you're not like, you know, you're not, you're obviously not listening to rap music. If rap music even is a sin, God is the one who will determine that. But that was just an example. Like you're not, you know, you're not listening to rap music. You're not doing all of these things. You're literally in God's presence. And it's in that time that you are not sinning because it's time with God. You know, that few minutes out of your day when you're praying, you are not sinning. You know, that few, this time that you are here and you're reading God's word, you are not sinning. And so it's just doing this so that at the very least, you are not disobeying God. And by disobeying God, you are not sinning in that moment. You know, it's really time to give to him and you give him all of your time. So that's kind of what I got from it. Um, I, let me try to see. I feel like, yeah, and I, I think that that's, that's it, it began to make sense to me why church on Sundays is a thing, you know? And why the Sabbath is important. And I thought it was um, something to take note of that God did rest even after doing his work, that work. So if he can rest, why not us? Hey, yeah. That's, that's what I got from it. But honestly, I read this. I read, I read the King James Version. I read the NIV Version. And then I did have to like schmoop it and read a little, in, a little more in depth in layman terms just so I could fully understand because I wasn't really understanding why. I guess... I read the Bible and like we've said in previous episodes, it's just one of those things that I kind of just like, oh, I knew that or yeah, like duh, you know? Mm-hmm. And this was kind of, I don't know, this kind of broke down the importance of that resting period to me. I mean, even today you talked about how you uh, were doing things such as fasting and I hadn't done that in a while. And I mean, it's in that fast that you take the initiative to abstain from certain things. And that's, you know, resting. It's not just sleeping or it's not just taking a day off. It's resting and committing time to 
your relationship with God, which I think is super important, obviously. That's why we're doing this Bible study, you know? Um, so that is what I got from it. Um, I'm looking through this and seeing if there were any other verses that stuck out to me. Uh, neither is there any creature that is not manifest in his sight, but all things are naked and open unto the eyes of him with whom we have to do. So, I mean, God is just, I think this is just another verse that reminds us that God knows who we are. Yeah. God yeah, knows like, our souls and hearts and everything like that. Um, there was another part that taught verse 12. So the verse I just read was verse 13 for those of you that do not have your Bibles open, but for, uh, or even if you do, that was the verse that I read for um, verse 12. It talks about the word of God and how powerful and sharp it is. And um, I guess that stuck out to me. Why it stuck out to me? I don't know. But one part that really stuck with me was that um, it's the discerner of our thoughts and intentions of intents of our heart. Like this all goes back down to intention. And we touched base on intention last week and the importance of intention and having intention in everything you say, everything you do, just uh, be aware of the impact that it can have because without, even with or without intention, whatever we say, whatever we do does have an effect on others and does have an effect on lives and it can spread, you know, like, uh, Last week's reading said it spreads like gangrene, and so you just have to be intentful. And I just think it's important to know that um, it's all about intent of our heart, and that's what God's, you know, assessing or analyzing. Now, why that yeah, is important, yeah. mm, I don't have too much of an explanation as to why, but it did stick out to me while I read that. So that was something I wanted to touch base on with you. Um, I saw you, like, you know, going off when I brought up those two verses. So what made you want to, you know, what, what, it, what is it about those verses that resonated with you? Yeah, uh, cause they they hit me too, and for me it was uh a little differently uh, cause I felt like this time around I found myself not only just like deciphering the word, but also like comparing the two different versions, just because I was noticing a lot of differences in how it was going about talking about resting, and just um like in the King James version, verse thirteen says neither is there any creation that is not manifest in his sight and then in the niv it says nothing in all creation is hidden from his sight and like it sounds the same but for me it just hit differently like even though they're the same verse like the way i took the king's james version was that like you know nothing everything that god created had intention like has purpose and you know which, you know, gave me a little oomph, you know what I'm saying? Intention, yeah. And then, but then when I read the NIV and where it says nothing in all creation is hidden, it was just kind of like, kind of like a reiteration of last week's where it was just kind of like, you can't hide. You can't hide from this. He knows you, knows where you are, knows knows where your heart is. So um, to basically just to stop, with the bull you know like just get real (laughs) and um and one other thing that you were talking about was resting and how it's more than just going to sleep because honestly when I was reading it I was just like okay rest like take a little nap not go to work you know what I'm saying like I was thinking of it on on a very like basic type of level whereas when you bring up like the idea of resting um, in the word, but like resting in the word and still being active. Um, I was just, you know, it like put things into into perspective for me and just really, and like how you were saying, like, 
you know, everything with intention, like even while you're resting, there's still purpose in the resting. And um, like, you should still be actively resting, if that makes sense. And I appreciate you deciphering that for me. Well, that's how I got, that's, you know, that's how I took it. I didn't really, I didn't know if that was even the correct way to take it. That's just what stuck out to me because when you read uh, the beginning of the chapter in verse two, this is from the King James version for unto us was the gospel preached as well as unto them, but the word preached not, but the word preached did not profit them, not being mixed with faith in them that heard it. When we think about the Israelites, I mean, you know, we were, the Israelites were promised this, um, the promised land or whatever, but they could not make it not necessarily because they were not resting, but we know that the Israelites always fell back and disobeyed God and always, um, you know, went to go worship other idols. And had they taken that time to rest and seek God in their travel rather than, you know, like, let's think about it. When Moses would go talk to God and get the commandments, what were the Israelites doing instead of fasting and praying? They were partying and worshiping Bilal and all these other gods. You know what I'm saying? It's like, had they taken that initiative to rest, they probably would have gotten to the promised land faster. Now, this is not saying that you're resting to receive some type of transactional uh, benefit from God, but it's just knowing that in that resting period, you find God and you are closer to him. It's just getting aligned with him, you know? Yeah, yeah. It like, it clears the path a right. little bit. Like, right. when you rest, you're like opening your mind and your soul to a lot. And I think it even touches on it in the passage for today, but like how um, in resting, you you hear the word, like, or not even the word, but you hear him and things make more sense. Because yeah. like, I know like, one of the things for me is, is um, when things are like going on and it's like some foolery happening, I get so caught up in the foolery and I allow my emotions to take over things. And then it's just kind of like after everything's been all said and done and then, or not even that, like once I realize that I'm like ODing, then I can, then in that moment, I realized, like, let me take a step back. Let me relax and reevaluate what's going on. And it's through that reevaluation that things become clear. And I feel like that's God's way of, like, opening my mind and, in a sense, like, humbling me. Because, like, this past week, bro, I feel like I got, not this past week, but, like, last week, I was getting humbled left and right everywhere I turned. (laughs) And, um, and what is it? I can't remember the exact passage, but I know in it, it was saying like, um, when David went to go talk to the people mm-hmm. and since they didn't rest, God had to come down and talk to them again. Right. I, you know, that, that hit me. Cause it's just like, I am them. Like <laughs> because of my lack of resting, I basically have to, I'm like, what I'm trying to get at, I feel like is, yeah. Yeah, it's just like it's prolonging what's in right. store for me, and also like being hard-headed and stubborn and everything like that. It's just like I'm always wondering why. Like, why am I going through all of this stuff, and why does it seem like a lot of this stuff is repeating? And it's because nine times out of ten, it's because I'm not taking the time to listen mm-hmm. to what he's trying to tell. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, I think that's good. But I think it's important to also not be hard on yourself, and this. Ver, or this chapter talks about it because in verse uh, 14 through 15, it touches on Jesus 
And it talks about how, um, verse 14, seeing then that we have a great high priest that is passed into the heavens, Jesus, the son of God, let us hold fast our profession. For we have not an high priest, which cannot be touched with the feeling of our infirmity, infirmities, but was in all points tempted, like as we are yet without sin. God, Jesus was a human and he went through sinning, or excuse me, not sinning, temptation to sin. So he knows how hard it is on this earth to surpass that or to have to deal with that. You know what I mean? And so like, don't beat yourself up for it, knowing that the God that we serve is well aware of what goes on on this earth. You know what I'm saying? And it's not that you won't face sin. It's just like, remember to take that moment to retract and think about, you know, just reflect on everything. And in that reflection, you should be, I think that's when you're resting. And you also touched on the fact that you're fasting. Fasting, I think is a great way to rest. So again, it's not necessarily, so when we talk about rest, I don't think it's like sleeping or whatever, but it's just taking the time to rest from things of this world and focus on your relationship with God. And in fasting, we both know, and for those of you that, that do not fast, you know, we know that when we fast, just like you said, you're able to really dissect the Bible or at least understand and interpret it in another way, as opposed to previous weeks. When we open, just as you were saying, when we open our hearts to God and when we are um, willing to sit with him and really reflect on our actions and make an effort to do better, that is when we hear him clear, more clear, you know? That is when we are able to really see the way he's moving in our lives and be able to pick up on the things he wants us to do as opposed to not do. So, um, and I love that you even called me this morning and told me that you, it was fasting that kind of helped you understand the word. Cause I expressed to Benicia earlier today that I, you know, I just, I read it and I didn't really catch anything. Oddly enough, I'm sharing everything that I caught and it seems like I did catch something, but, um, I haven't fasted <laughs> in a while. And I think that you telling me to do so is the type of rest that I need to indulge in because you know, I can't do anything without God. And I'm well aware of that. Um, that is just something I acknowledge that, that I'm not getting anywhere without him. I need his guidance with my business. I need his guidance with my life, romantically, platonically, whatever it is, I need his guidance. And I can't hear him if I'm not resting in him. Resting. Yeah. And so uh, this is a, I think this verse is, it touches or this chapter touches on that beautifully and I think that that's something that we have to just remember as we go on about our lives it's not something like you know it's so easy to get caught up in this world and that is from one of the verses that we read I can't remember yeah, I like don't say get caught godly you know early. that's fine hold on we gotta figure hold on hold on hold on hold on hold on Which was it one from, yet? from the week before second corinthians no no I think it was second corinthians where it was talking about um hold on I gotta get the verse I, uh, I got the, uh, what is it? It was 2 Corinthians chapter 7, verse 5 through 11. 2 Corinthians chapter what? I'm sorry. Um, chapter 7. Okay. Verses 5 through 11. Hold on, I'm getting it too. Chapter, chapter 7. 7. Verses. Verse when we came into Macedonia, we had no rest. But God who comforts the downcast. No, this is okay. Okay, he told us about your longing for me, your deep sorrow for me, your adherent. No, that's not it. Okay, no, it is. Remember, it's not for I think it says, For godly sorrow worketh repentance to salvation, not to be repented of. What verse is that? But the sorrow of that's verse 10. Okay, okay, thank you. So I wanted to see that. But the sorrow of the world worketh death. Godly sorrow brings repentance that leads to salvation and leaves no regret. 
but worldly sorrow brings death. Like it's so easy to get caught up in the things of this world. And we have to remember that when we live, we live to die. Like this is nothing. You know what I mean? Like we have like, yeah. um, we have bodies. I mean, we have bodies, but this is going away. It's the soul that's eternal. And it's the soul that goes to heaven or goes to hell. And so that's what you need to be feeding. If you're worried about the things of this earth, all you're doing, you're collecting the house, you're collecting the millions, you're collecting the cars, you're dying and they're not going with you. Mm -hmm, it's being mm -hmm. with God that you know that you will have an eternal happily ever after in heaven. You know, all of this stuff is and, starting to connect. And I'm loving that it's starting to connect. Yeah, girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because for a minute, I was just like, because for the first three ones, we were just like, what does this have to do with, like, anything? But, like, I'm really starting to dig this challenge because I'm realizing, like, with each day that we do, the day before affects what we're reading. The so whoever put this yet. together, A plus to them, because I'm really connecting everything. Um, so it's important, you know, like back to what I was saying, it's, you need to seek God and you need to take that time to seek God. You know, I can't mm -hmm. tell you how often you need to do it. Just make sure it's incorporated in your life. And like I said, I'm so grateful that you told me that you were fasting because that's something that I need to do. It's just something that needs to be a part of a regular, you know, the same way everybody knows to work. Let me talk about myself. The same way I know I got to work out, same way I know I got to eat, same way I know I got to work on my podcast, work on my business, X, Y, and Z. I need to make sure that I'm giving God that same time. You're because working on the time, spirit. You know, you have to feed the yeah. soul. Yeah. Like yeah. working on the spirit really is a full-time job. Like It is. It is. It is. And, you know, with the way the world is set up, you'd be thinking you don't have enough time. But in reality, we got enough time. That time, we you know, last night I decided to watch Game of Thrones and sit on FaceTime. I actually did read the Bible before that. So I guess I'm not really speaking about me, but I could have read God's word a little bit longer instead of watching Game of Thrones. Like it's just making sure that you're putting penciling in God into your schedule on a regular basis. Again, I'm not about to tell you what regular is for you. You determine, anybody can determine whatever works for them, but do know that, yeah, feeding the spirit and not feeding the flesh is important because I mean, this is from second Corinthians. So we're not talking about this week's verse, but I'm just saying like, um, godly sorrow brings repentance. Okay. That leads to salvation and no regret, but worldly sorrow brings death. And that's important to remember. Now, let me get back to the verse we are reading. Um, yeah, Hebrews chapter four, uh, verse nine through 14, just resting in God, you know, let us therefore make every effort to enter that rest so that no one will perish by following their example of disobedience. And it's when you're resting, you're not sinning. When you're seeking God, you're not sinning. And that's what it is. When you have brought up why, you know, how am I, how am I disobeying God by not resting? It's like, it's not that you're disobeying him by not resting, but who knows what you're doing when you're not with God. Mm -hmm. Who knows where your mind goes. That's another thing. Like it talks about, uh, so we talked about, so in verse um, 12 and 13, for the word of God is alive and active. And then in 13, it talks about, uh, oh, no, no, this is all still a part of verse 12. Uh, okay, let me read all of verse 12. For the word of God is alive and active, sharper than any double-edged sword. This is an IV version that my phone is on, so bear with me. It penetrates even to dividing soul and spirit, joints and marrow. It judges the thoughts and attitudes of the heart. Like, the heart is basically the spirit, if you ask me. Mm -hmm. And there needs to be some sense of accountability and some sense of effort into feeding the heart, feeding the soul, feeding the spirit, if that makes sense. Because without it, you're just going left. And you I will mean, perish from worldly sorrow, like literally. You will, yeah. And it's, yeah, you will perish. I mean, it even says it in verse 
11 no verse 10 no verse 11 <laughs> you will perish by following their example of disobedience like yeah we just got to feed the salt feed the spirit so you know that's what i get from it and like i said before i love that verse for verse 14 in the closing of this chapter talks about jesus and how jesus was on this earth and he is aware that sin is a thing like it's not like you know you're being held at gunpoint like do not sin do not sin do not sin obviously that's the goal but we serve a god that's understanding and knows what's going on on this earth you just have to make time for him see i don't even think it's more so about not sinning because i know that there is and this might be off topic but <laughs> i know that there is a part i haven't gotten to the new testament yet but when jesus comes down and everybody's ready to cast that throne at uh, that stone at that lady Mm-hmm. and um he was, he was hitting him you know with yeah yeah and then he went up to the lady and was That's just like you know yeah sin no more and all those other stuff like um I feel like it's not even much so about sinning I feel like it's just like recognizing that you are imperfect and mm-hmm. that the only way to really purify the spirit is through the word. It's through connecting mm-hmm. with God. Right. And just like, like you were saying earlier, not being so hard on yourself about it, because like to a certain extent, some things is just like at the end of the day, we're human. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And like some stuff just is, it is what it is. Right. But as long as you are working on your spirit and not getting caught up in the worldly sorrow, right. then, you know, taking the time to rest and do all right. of that stuff then i feel like you know you should be good i don't know i mean no yeah and i didn't even mean to take it back to sin you know i mean my relationship with whole like my hold on let me say my perception of the whole sinning and not sinning thing is not like i i feel like i'm very detached from it and i'm more so just focused on seeking god because i know that that will lead me to a righteous place alongside him i kind of just said sin because i just want i wanted to get back to the point of don't be too hard on yourself like God is aware of what's going on in this earth. Just make sure you're focusing on him and seeking him and fostering that relationship. And the only way to foster that relationship is in rest. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, and like, you know, back at the beginning of this chapter, it talks about the Israelites and it makes references to a lot of um, instances in the Bible where people fail to rest. And so they needed, it had to be repeated to them or it took longer for them to get to something, you know? And I think it's just important to keep in mind that like we do need to, rest and like in that resting you're like giving up control because we talked about like how dying is inevitable and I feel like people um people get caught up in the just idea of death and everything like that and it's just kind of inescapable and like the only thing like the and it's like my mantra but like the only thing in life that you have control over is your reaction to the things that are out of your control Mm-hmm. And, like, one thing that's certain in this life is that you're going to die. Like, there is no, so it's just kind of, like, in you resting, you are, you're, like, not only are you resting, but you are giving yourself to him and releasing that control of your life. Because I was going through something last week that, you know, with, you know, the little stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and I was just, like, so caught up in it that worldly sorrow and then like once I took time like it was just kind of like stuff was happening and it was just kind of like getting too much for me to handle and I just I realized at that moment it was just kind of like I don't have control over this situation at all anymore so I'm just going to relax and let God do what God you know let him do what he gonna do and however it works out is how it works out mm-hmm. and then through that resting I got 
clarity. I was, uh, I was humbled. And then, you know, positivity came out of it. Right. You know what I'm saying? So. Amen. So I think we've gotten to, you know, the uh, premise of today's read. And um, I feel very blessed to have been able to receive it this way. And again, I'm so grateful for you talking about fasting because it's something that I needed to do. And um, yeah, I think we can close today's episode. Do you have anything to add before I try to close it? I don't want to force close something if you still have something to add to it. No? Okay, so I mean, you know, as we approach the end, you know what you got to do. I entered, or I started this episode with a prayer, so you got to close out with a prayer. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right. Um, Heavenly Father, I thank you for, you know, bringing me and Constance together and allowing us to, you know, use our platform to, you know, bring clo- people closer to you. And I thank you for, you know, opening our minds, our ears, and our hearts to this passage and, you know, allowing us to get to the bottom of it, you know. And um, I pray that those that tune into this episode receive the same kind of, I don't know, solemn that we got over, like just the peace behind it. And I hope that you know people enjoy this and lord like i said i just want to thank you again for waking us up Mm -hmm. and breathing life into us Mm -hmm. and you know and just continuing to bless us and jesus be my prayer amen 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 so uh let me just wrap this up for the world if you love today's segment if you like today's segment make sure you give it a thumbs up if you're watching it on youtube make sure you download today's episode make sure you um share it okay let everybody know that you love the bible study segment with me and Benice because it's coming back next wednesday as a matter of fact every wednesday we come together to dissect the word of god and next week we will be doing drum roll please okay sorry it's gonna take me a while to get there um i don't have a signal on my phone i have it in my thing um and you can always find our list of verses in the constancy podcast instagram highlights so make sure you're following constancy pod on instagram at constancy pod but next week we are doing oh i guess we kind of already did it no well you didn't read it okay hebrews 4 verses 14 through 16 like should we do that next week because we kind of just read that this week I mean, I read um, it. We yeah, we we kind of touched on it already. Like, I feel like we went through the whole chapter almost. Right. But right. I mean, is there a necessity? Because it's literally only two two verses. And I think that's what we talked about with Jesus and Jesus knowing that you know what it's like to sin. Let's go on ahead and do. Uh, let's do James. That's the next verse. Okay. So sorry for the little, you know, what's the word? Debuckle? Is that a word? Debuckle? Debuckle. Okay. Sorry for the little scruff, y'all. So we're actually next week going to do James 1. um, James chapter 1, verse 12 will be next week's read. Just one verse? One verse. I mean, we're going to see what it has to say. But um, so yeah, if you guys want to be a part of next week's segment, Make sure you guys are reading that. If you guys would love to join in, that is also an option. You can definitely DM me on Instagram at Constancy Pod. Let me know and I'll send you the Zoom link invite. Um, that's all I have to say. Oh, actually, my girl Benicia has a little podcast coming up. What's what's happening tomorrow? Let them know what's happening tomorrow. I'm weak. 
<laughs> all right uh i got a little podcast called the morning after okay and um <laughs> it's basically just a critique on black cinema because i feel like we don't have that avenue like that's like legitimizing our work and um and so tomorrow on youtube oh, i'm also on the radio you feel me you can download the app <laughs> download the simple radio app Type in 94.7 the link. It's in Newport News. And you click it. You tune in on Mondays from 12 to 2 p.m. Mm-hmm. And you'll catch the morning after on the air. You dig? Right. And I'll be talking about movies and a whole bunch of stuff on that. But tomorrow on the YouTube channel, I am going to be dissecting season one of Girlfriends. And on my YouTube, there are eight seasons of Girlfriends. So expect eight episodes <laughs> of that. Okay. And, um, I'm really excited to talk about girlfriends because that's my show. So how can they find the YouTube? Do they need to follow you on Instagram? Do they do they need to click the link in the bio? What do they got to do? Uh, for right now, follow me on Instagram because I'm still getting that page together. You know what I'm saying? Just bear with bear with me. But um, drop the Instagram. You go Instagram. It's at Benice, which is B E N E A S E, and you click that, and I will have the link to the YouTube sometime today and y'all can click on that and tune in and it'll drop more than likely thursday evening because you know i know everybody at home y'all chilling y'all need to watch something you know what i'm saying why not come and consume the morning after you feel me exactly okay so now y'all know y'all got uh three things to look forward to in the week wednesday's bible study thursday's the morning after and on friday's advice column segment day with constance so we are filling up y'all week make sure you guys are following benicia on instagram at benice b-e-n-e-s nope spell it b-a-s-e <laughs> i always messed up i always messed up but follow her i'll make sure i have it in the description box below and of course you already know what to do come friday so um that's the end of today's show yeah oh let me say i actually didn't mean to call i had said little podcast i ain't mean to call it little because i know it's a big thing that's just how i talk to clarify that because you know i ain't trying to do anything you do i already know everything you're doing is great and blessed by god so it will prosper in jesus name but um all right let's wrap up today's show all right